change your perception of what you're looking at and everything changes. Hey, my name is Georgio Janis and this is the How To Do Life podcast. If you've ever felt that no matter what you try, something is missing, then you're in the right place. My aim with this podcast is to begin filling in those blanks for you. So open your mind and get ready because I'm about to show you an entirely different way to look at your life. And once you've seen it, you can't unsee it. So let's get started. So welcome to today's podcast. Uh, I've got an interesting topic that I actually want to get into today, um, which is procrastination. Now, procrastination is something that I see a lot of. Uh, It's certainly something that I've personally experienced and wrestled with at times. Um, But it's an interesting topic from a mindset and human behavior standpoint, mostly because what creates procrastination is our perspective of what we're procrastinating on. And as far as I'm concerned, it is a huge um, mental barrier or block that we're wrestling with. It's rarely something that is genuinely something that um, is getting in our way but more so something that our perspective and our perception is holding us back from. So I thought it would be valuable to dig into this topic um, just in case you might actually be wrestling with some procrastination. Now, um, what is procrastination? Well, the way I like to define it is that procrastination is something that we perceive to be too big a task to overcome. It's this emotion that's actually holding us back from getting something done that we believe is just way too big a task. Now, that seems like it's an oversimplification of what procrastination is, but in reality, through all my years of helping people navigate their various emotions, especially procrastination, they find, and I have found, that it's the same thing. It just feels like whatever it is is too big to overcome. Now, this is true for relationships. If you feel like getting out onto the dating scene is too big a task and you kind of find yourself procrastinating finding somebody, Uh, job hunting. Um, Now, I know times, recent times, job hunting is a little harder for people, but um, before the global pandemic, job hunting was a huge area that a lot of people procrastinated on. Um, Managing finances. That's a big piece as well. And so is um, business, building business. Or the various tasks that are required to navigate building a business and really kind of expanding the entrepreneurial journey. All of these things are influenced by procrastination and feeling like things are just too big a task for us to get through. What's interesting about the overwhelm that people feel is that when it feels like it's too big a task, we tend to procrastinate. We will find distractions. We will lean on doing everything but what is ahead of us and what we feel is too difficult. And that can look like a whole bunch of different behaviors. Scrolling through social media, picking up the phone and calling people, um, like watching Netflix or Disney Plus or whatever it might be, jumping onto YouTube and scrolling through a whole bunch of different videos and watching a whole bunch of different videos that don't actually necessarily provide a whole bunch of value. Um, Maybe even 
sometimes reading or escaping into like fantasy novels and fictional books and things like that. People tend to avoid the very thing that they're doing, which is procrastination in and of itself. Now, it, it can also create this spiral that we're all probably familiar with, which is the more you procrastinate, the bigger the task feels. And it's kind of like what you're procrastinate, procrastinating on is actually growing the more you procrastinate. It's kind of like this beast that just grows. The more you delay it, the bigger it gets. Now, this is all perception. This isn't necessarily true. But understanding that this cycle creates this kind of downward spiral of events where we just keep putting it off and putting it off and putting it off and finding more and more reasons to not get it done. And as we do so, we create a confirmation bias of saying, well, I don't need to. There are other things that are more important that I should be getting done. Meanwhile, this task is just kind of looming over you, following you everywhere you go. The problem here is it actually has a a challenging effect on the way you feel about yourself and your sense of self-worth. It kind of puts this downward pressure on the way you feel about yourself because the thought process you start to develop and the belief you continue to affirm is this notion of, I don't get anything done or I'm a commitment phobe. I don't commit to things that are looking for my time or needing some attention. I continue to avoid the things that I know need attention. So what I'm hoping to do is give you a couple of tools and a different perspective on what you're wrestling with that might actually help you start getting some of these things done. Now, what I have found tends to be two main issues with people's procrastination and what they wrestle with is the first one is that when it feels like it's too big a task, if you think about climbing a mountain, like I want to climb Everest, for example, that feels like a huge task. How are you supposed to navigate that? The very reaching base camp, reaching the various checkpoints that you need to, knowing that you have the physical endurance to be able to do it, knowing that you have the nutritional support and the nutritional understanding to navigate that. Do you have all of the knowledge? Do you know the terrain? Do you know what risks there are and what dangers you might face? All of these different components can overwhelm you to the point where you're like, too hard. And so you just throw that in the too hard basket because it feels so big of a challenge that this basket tends to load up with a whole bunch of too hards in there. So the value here with something that feels like it's way too big for you to tackle is to break it all down or chunk it down into small enough pieces or steps or bites that actually makes you feel like you can get through this to completing it. The way to do that is to break down each and every step. It almost feels like you're overcompensating, like you're spending way too much time breaking this thing down because of the amount of time it takes to get an understanding of all the various steps that you need. It can feel like the task of breaking everything down feels like a huge task in and of itself. So, for example, continuing with the Mount Everest expedition, 
is if it feels like such a big task, you can start to break it down into like two main pieces, plan expedition, execute or go on expedition. So now all of a sudden you've broken down this huge experience into two, two components, two big steps. And then you break those two steps down into smaller pieces. So we take the planning bit. Okay, how do we plan for that? We break that down, start doing research, find out where it is, what resources we need, what are the local spots, who do we need to speak to about getting there, how do we get there. Now once we're there, what do we need to know? Do we need rock climbing equipment? What kind of equipment do we need? And so you start to break down all these pieces into small enough chunks that they all become little chapters within the bigger book, if you like. That's, by the way, why books have chapters. The reason they have chapters is to break down the contents of what feels like a huge book. If you're looking at a book that's three or 400 pages, right? And you're like, okay, all I can see is all these words, right? From beginning to end, every single page is just paragraph, paragraph afterward. How am I going to get through this? So they break it down into chapters intentionally. So you have these micro components that you can get through piece by piece as you read the book. That increases the likelihood of you getting through the book as opposed to it being this huge body of text that you just feel like you have to try and eat your way through like a huge steak. Now, this is valuable no matter what the task is. For example, I had a client recently who was in there, they recently got promoted and coming up to a senior executive team, they were feeling like there was a lot of pressure around the work they had to get done. And one of the concerns that they brought up on the session was, I feel like I'm not getting this particular activity done. Like there's this thing that just looms that I've got to get done in my day. And I find myself doing everything else on my list except that. And then I'll leave it until the last minute and then I'll cram if I have to. But even then I'm reluctant to get it done. Now that's an interesting experience. So we started to work through it. And what I found, and this is true for most procrastination, is that there's a fear what does it mean to complete this task? What does it mean to get this done? And usually somebody has a fear if they're putting it off. Because they're scared of what will happen if I finish this. What does that mean if I get this done? So for my client in this particular case, the reason why they kept putting off completing this huge task was because the moment they completed it, they had to hand it in to the team of existing executives. And my client was intimidated by the team and had anxieties about receiving negative feedback about the work he handed in. And so we started to change his perception around what it meant to get critical feedback, what it meant to get uh, negative feedback about his work. And when he started to see the value of getting critical feedback from handing in his work, all of a sudden, the procrastination transformed into enthusiasm. All of a sudden, he's like, now I actually want to get this done. He's like, we need to get off this call so I can run and get this done because I'm 
I'm actually quite keen to get that done and hand that in. And he found from that point on with that task that would come up, I think it was a weekly task that he had to get done. He found that he was like a hot knife through butter. He just wanted to get it done. And it was the first thing he got done on his list. And then all the smaller pieces he would wait and he would get them done later because they weren't nearly as important. So I want you to spend some time reflecting. If there's something in your life that you find yourself procrastinating on, consider maybe you have a fear about what it means to complete that or what it means to get it done. And there are certain ways that you can work through your fears, some of which we will cover in the podcast. Um, You can also dig through my website and you'll find different topics around how to navigate fear as well. One of the things with fear is that the perception is that you will experience more pain than pleasure or that it will be negative or more negative than positive as opposed to being neutral. So if you're fearing completing the task, it's because you expect to experience pain when you're done with it. So coming back to relationships, for example, if you find yourself procrastinating about dating or finding a partner or something like that, without fully being conscious of it, you might actually feel like the idea of getting into a relationship right now feels like a trap or committing to somebody feels like a trap which is pain. And so you feel this sense of procrastination about it. Whereas if you admit to yourself that I don't want to get into a relationship because the idea of it makes me feel trapped, the moment you admit that to yourself, you alleviate yourself of all this judgment. Oh, I procrastinate. Or I'm doing all these things that I should be judging myself for. That's not true at all. If you're shooting on yourself, It's because you believe you should be doing something as opposed to honoring what you truly want and what you're truly aligned with. And that is, in the case of relationships, not getting into a relationship right now. If it's based on fear, I suggest working through the fear and then seeing if that's still the truth for you. You might still find that you're not interested in getting into a relationship, but it's no longer based in fear. It might be based on the fact that You want to dedicate yourself to your work or your career or your business and bringing a relationship in will distract you from focusing all of your attention on building that for now. So by being honest with yourself about why you're procrastinating, you're more likely to overcome the emotion that's holding you back that you're labeling as procrastination. Now, another thing you can do is be honest with yourself and you might find that you're just not aligned with what you're procrastinating on and you feel like you should be doing it from a task standpoint. So if it's in business, for example, if you're the CEO and you feel like you should be running payroll, you might be procrastinating on it because there's gaps in your knowledge. And the idea of going and studying everything that's required for you to understand payroll feels like it's a mammoth task added on top of the list of everything else. So one of the wisest things you can do there is if you're not willing to actually throw yourself at studying the topic and making sure you've got all the information you need, delegate it to somebody who is aligned with getting that done for you. 
delegating doesn't make you better than them or them less than you. It means you handing off something to somebody who actually wants to do that, who's actually kind of inspired by it. Like, please, I love bookkeeping. I love payroll. Let me do that. And getting on with being a CEO. Like, it's fascinating with delegation, the kind of stories that people tell themselves about what they're permitted to delegate and what they're not. Like, you go to a doctor, for example. You've got a pain in your shoulder and you go to the doctor. I'm feeling this pain in my shoulder. I don't know what's up. Now, you go to a doctor, which is delegating to the doctor, help me with my body. I can't do this alone. As opposed to going and doing a six or seven year degree on anatomy and applied physiology and immunology and all the various topics that support getting an understanding of the body. You delegate the challenge to somebody that you perceive can help you. So why wouldn't you do that with other areas of your life? You do the same with law. If you're in a legal situation, you go and see an attorney. You don't go and study for the bar and get a practicing license to become an attorney or a lawyer. And you certainly don't do the same to be an accountant. So by starting to lean on the specialists around you or finding specialists to help you, and these specialists might be assistants, they might be marketing directors, they might be a cleaner or a cook or a home chef or a nanny or something. If there's a way for you to be able to delegate it to somebody who is inspired by tackling it, you can get on with the things that you're inspired to tackle. This can start to completely dissolve procrastination. And in some cases, you might find that it just doesn't need to get done at all. So you can just take it off your list completely. Especially if it's something we're injecting into our lives from other people. Because we believe that they know better than we do. When in reality, there's nobody who knows what is most aligned for you better than you do. So the more you honor that, the more likely you are to overcome procrastination. So on a closing thought, when it comes to procrastination, I want to leave you with this tip and something to ponder. I want you to think about the next time you feel yourself procrastinating or feeling apprehensive about tackling something and you find yourself putting it in the too hard basket or sticking your head in the sand as some people do, I want you to pause and just ask yourself, what is it about this that feels challenging? What is, what is it about this that feels like you can't tackle this? Was it, what is it about this that you feel like if you actually complete it and tackle this, that you will experience some kind of pain? What are you scared of happening if you actually complete this? And reflect on that. And you'll probably start to see a huge component to why you're putting things off and help you develop a different kind of understanding of yourself and of the tasks that you feel like you're trying to tackle. So on that note, I hope I've given you a different perspective on procrastination, feeling apprehensive about tackling your tasks, your, your objectives, your goals. And with that note, 
I will see you in the next episode.